medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for personal care. If you have or you suspect you might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of this radio show or their sponsors. Welcome to Body Talk Live with body guru Jeremy Gateman of Total Fit and Rehab, coming to you from Century City, California. I'm your host, Lori Z. Join us each week to learn something new about your body, pain, and solutions with the one and only Jeremy Gateman. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. We have so much to cover today, and we have two guests. Uh, that are going to be really great and really looking forward to. But I wanted to start off the show. My wife and I went out last night, and we went to a charity event, and it was for the Jewish Boys and Girls Club. And I'll tell you, it was so fantastic. It was so invigorating on how these people take the time to help others out. <clears throat> you know, it was it was such an interesting thing. Uh, one of my, my wife's friends was getting an award last night for his contributions for all the years that he's spent time, and he's got two little brothers. But the most interesting thing was that he had a big brother, and they've had a relationship for the past 45 years. And I thought, so like man, real that, family. Yeah, that's like real that's family. Like real family. <clears throat> you know, it, I, I, I didn't know a lot about we've been a part of contributing financially to this organization for many years, which I love to do. I mean, to be able to give to other people is is such a gift. I don't think people get enough of that these days. But to be able to see how people respond to those in need, and this is all about young kids that are missing either a mother or a father. There's some type of hole in the family. And these people come in and fill it, and they've got a camp, and it really is fantastic. And it was really a great, inspiring evening. And I think, you know, if we can talk to some people out there that are listening to the show to, you know, put a little bit of energy into somebody else. And and that may mean saying hi to somebody else. That may mean giving a hug, or that may mean, you know, contributing to a foundation, you know, a nonprofit organization that they really find. It is so incredible in how it makes you feel. And I know you and I have talked over the over the, the last couple of shows about, you know, getting involved in talking to nonprofits and things like that. And I think that's great. One of the biggest things I found, too, is if you volunteer – you know, whether it's for a pet rescue or for another nonprofit, something that you believe in. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I sit here, Jeremy, and I go, wow, if every person in the United States would volunteer <laughs> one hour a week somewhere, the whole world would change. It would, it would oh, change for the positive. 
you know, but, right. well, oh, I'm too busy, I can't do it. I'm not, you, know, you don't even have to have money. You just have to be able to help somebody one hour a week. And if a lot of yeah, people did that, I think it, it would be a much better world, you know? I get it. I get it. And, and here's a really funny kind of crazy little scenario is, you know, we have to shower every day and we got to change our underwear every day, right? And right. it doesn't take very long. So take a little bit more time as it does to take a shower, change your underwear, and and do something for somebody else. Right. And I'll tell you, it makes all the difference in the world. And and we came home last night. We, like, looked at each other, and I said, wow, that was really a cool thing. I want to get involved in it. You know, for me right now with a young son, um, I don't have the time that it takes at this specific point in my life, hopefully, you know, in the next couple of years, because the requirement is, you know, you've got to give a couple of weekends a month. And, and right now, with all the things we've got going on, I don't have that. But I'm going to continue giving. I'm going to continue going to the functions and in, in engaging myself in my family that way, which I think is a fantastic thing. Well, it is. And I think one of the things we talked about, and if there are any people who have nonprofits that are, that are listening to the show, is that you yourself, you could host events, uh, you know, at your facility. So that's Absolutely. a good idea. And also the fact yeah. that you have a young son, so he sees you as the role model. And right. if you set the right, good right. example, then that's what you're teaching your mm-hmm. son. Exactly. Listen, I've had great role models. In fact, you and I spoke earlier this morning. I've got some family listening to the show. Um, so I'm hoping that they enjoy the show, and, and the show really represents a vast, large variety of things going from different ages and, and different topics. You know, we talked about intimacy, and we've talked about health and, and wellness and benefits and how to deal with pain, and we've really got some really great topics today that I think we're going to enjoy, and specifically the two callers that <clears throat> are going to be on shortly will really, I think, give a lot of information to our listeners out there. <clears throat> and I'm super excited. Me too. And I, I know uh, I know we're going to be talking about, uh, with one of your your guests about golf, right? So I wanted to... Yeah, start, we're going to... Yeah. yeah, I want to actually kind of talk about golf now before we go to commercial in a few minutes. Um, you know, playing golf, golf with pain. Well, you know, you think of golf as sort of a not real active sport. But you still have to swing the, you still have to swing it, you know, the glove. And so, what happens to people who it, who end up in pain from playing golf? You know, it's interesting. <clears throat> and I love playing golf. I've played golf all my life. My grandfather, at a very young age, got me started playing golf, <clears throat> and I've kept it up. There were a few years here and there that I stopped. But it's interesting because there's so many people, and I hear this because I play golf every week. That there's a lot of people out there that are playing with pain and you don't have to. I mean, if there's certain things that are going on with your body that aren't within your control, that's another thing. But a lot of what's going on with the mechanics of how you swing a golf club, right? There's rotation, there's pivot. And a lot of the times as we get older, which you and I have talked about in previous shows, our bodies change, the tissues change. Our bodies don't stay as hydrated as they did when we were, you know, 20, 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, and our they flexibility changes. <laughs> they, they, just, they crumble down. And I'm, 40, <laughs> and I'm 44, and it makes me nervous when I have aches and pains. And I'm a super active guy, so I'm a proactive about it. But 
getting back to our aging population, both men and women that play golf, if you get into a routine, and this is what I specialize in, I specialize in the mechanics of the body and really have helping people and showing them how to manage their daily activities, whether it's non-active or it is dealing with an activity which is like tennis, swimming, or golf, and how to manage and enjoy their activities. And most of the issues dealing with golf, when you're talking about a rotation and, and shifting one side to the other and being able to get that golf club through your target, a lot of it has to do with muscle skeletal stuff. And again, that doesn't mean that you don't have underlying issues such as arthritis, and there's specific types of arthritis out there, or you have another disc issue that you're dealing with your back. When you well, deal right. with... Yeah. yeah. You're talking about like, repet- like repetitive injuries, people who do sports, it's usually some type of repetition, right? That they're doing the same thing over and over, right. and eventually the body just kind of right. goes, ugh, can't take it anymore. Right. And and what's interesting is with the repetition, again, yes, that does cause discomfort and that does cause pain. But when you open up those channels and when you do open up those tissues and those muscle fibers, it really makes a huge difference in being able to articulate that movement. And again, when I have a golfer here and I'm working with them, we go through, you know, what their swing looks like, and then we go through a treatment, and then we go through it afterwards. And sometimes, and, and this goes, you know, if they're taking lessons, it's best to deal with this with their, their, their teacher, and I can only help with so much. Lessen the amount of rotation doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to change that much of your game, what it's going to do is it's going to lessen the degree of force that you're putting on your joints. And for me, I had to make a change in my swing because of some back issues. So now when I play golf, I don't have a large back swing to where I really take that golf club back. I shorten it up and I'm able to get through that ball and hit to my target much easier without discomfort. And that's a huge thing that most people not necessarily realize. Right. Now, we, we are going to go to a break. So, I mean, this is something that you help people with. So, if you're That's a listener right. out there, you, yeah, you can go to totalfitandrehab.com uh, and contact Jeremy that way. Uh, we also are taking live callers at 888-627-6008. Let's go to a break, and we will be right back. NuVet Plus, your pet's best friend. NuVet Plus is an immune system builder that is safe for all stages of your dog's life. Helps eliminate most issues, including allergies, scratching and itching, hot spots, arthritis and joint issues, chronic ear infections, tear staining, lack of energy, digestive issues, and so much more. All natural, manufactured in an FDA-registered human pharmaceutical lab here in the USA, using ingredients sourced in the USA. Nothing artificial, no sugars, wheat, corn, or dyes. Never heat treated to help retain all the natural rich ingredients. 
comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and is only pennies a day. Call us Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. 1-800-474-7044. That's 1-800-474-7044. And tell them you're referred by All Paws Pet Talk Radio. Or go online to www.nuvet.com. That's www.nuvet.com. Use order code 33955. Again, www.nuvet.com. Order code 3395. Put your pet on the path to good health. And we are back on Body Talk Live with the body guru, Jeremy Gaitman. And Jeremy, you have a guest, John. John, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hey, John, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, and doing this with me. It's uh, it's a real pleasure, and I know that you and I have talked about you and I are both golfers, and you and I have done some work, <clears throat> but we've talked about sort of being on the skeleton and on the bones and and how the mechanics of a golf swing work and what does it take as the internal body. What does it take for someone to follow through with the mechanics of a golf swing? And I know you and I have had many conversations about that. Um, yes, uh, you know, and they, they interestingly enough start with a, a a skiing lesson that I had once. Um, yeah, in which my instructor told me to stand on my bones. To, to let my yeah. skeleton hold me up instead of my muscles. If you think about what a beginning skier looks like, they're all bent over from the waist. When they are, right. their muscles are holding them up instead of the um, <clears throat> fighting gravity with your with your skeleton. Right. And what I realized is that that is true in almost every um, sport in which you – uh, stand on your feet, you know, uh, tennis, for instance, golf, yeah. baseball. In, in all those swings, you need to find that balance point where your um, where your skeleton is holding your body up instead of the muscles of your back and stomach. Right. How did you make the change? How did you feel, you know, when you were making the change, you know, your, your ski instructor talked to you about, you know, utilizing more of your, your skeleton than your muscles. How did you feel in transferring that from skiing to playing golf? Well, in, you, have to, uh, you have to remember that in a day of skiing, which is a much more, you know, stressful. Much more physical. Muscles, yeah, if you use your muscles like that all day long, the next day you're, like, really sore, all right? Yeah. In golf, if you're not balanced properly on your skeleton, um, generally your back hurts the next day. Right, um, and then the ball goes right and left. Exactly, because what happens is that inflexibility and um, – improper posture in which you're not balanced cause yes. you to adjust your swing um, right. just to be able to get the club back to the ball. And right. as you adjust your swing, odd things start happening to the ball itself. Yeah. Yeah. True. But, but I think true, true. 
so my answer to your question is when so I know that on the days I do have a bulky back and yeah on the days when I balance properly when I stand on my skeleton when I let my my body work properly I don't feel pain after a game of golf whereas um, if I go to the driving range and spend an yeah. hour hitting balls wrong um, my back will seize up and tell me that I, you're doing this wrong right and you've also started a new routine too I know that um, you and I have started some stuff and I know that I, I do the same thing. And how is that working for you? You know, we just, Lori and I just talked about, you know, the mechanics of golf and, and what goes through your body and, and how you and I have had this discussion last week about as we get older, our tissues, you know, our body doesn't hydrate as it used to. So the tissues, um, are a little bit more dehydrated as we get older, which doesn't allow your body to go through proper ranges of motion and you lose a little bit mobility. But, I know I noticed that. Um, and I'm a bit older than you, so I, <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a couple of years. Um, yeah. I've noticed that, um, as you get older and your muscles and tendons and ligaments sort of dry out, um, yeah, yeah. what happens first is that you start to sort of tuck your tailbone underneath your back, the, the, your lower back curls under. Yeah. And when that happens, what follows is that because you don't have strength in your back muscles, uh, right. Your shoulders start to come forward, and as your shoulders start to come, come forward, your head comes forward, and now right. all of a sudden you're looking like an old person. Yeah, and you're <laughs> offline, and your game's going to go, and you're going to yeah. wonder and complain why the ball's going right and left. I do that yeah. sometimes. <laughs> um, as as your flexibility leaves. Um, yeah. You start to make adjustments in your and your posture changes. You make adjustments in your golf swing, and when you start making those adjustments, just to be able to get the club head back to the ball, you, right. what really happens is you start to lose distance. Right, right. Um, so, what you and I have worked on is <clears throat> exercises to make my hips be more open and to, to uh, therefore string, straighten my yeah. spine. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, just yeah. apropos of nothing, I recently went to the doctor and found myself to be an inch shorter than I used to be. <laughs> okay. But now I found that yeah. as I've opened up my hips and rounded my shoulders back up, I gained the inch back. Are you kidding me? That no, is cool. It, you, you totally regain that height. That's where that height goes. Your body doesn't just compress. It's bent. Now, is, I have a question for you, real quick. Is that after using the lacrosse balls? Yeah. Well, By any yeah. chance? Yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Um, That's cool. So the the I guess the the three things are. 
to strengthen the muscles in your upper back yep. to loosen the muscles in your in your legs. Let me come back to your legs later. And to yep. loosen the muscles in your lower back. Um, or and, to and, most, I should say, the tissues. Yeah. And you have the a really upset... Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, the other thing I've learned by working with you is that all of this work starts on the floor. It, it works from your yeah. feet up. Right. And all the, the muscles in your legs are what start to pull down and make you shrink into that old man or old lady posture. So, right. You know, as you <laughs> and I have talked about in our conversations in, in uh, when you come in for treatment and we open up your legs and, it, you know, your quadricep muscles and it's so painful, but that's a huge, you know, just like I talk about on the show, the, ther- the uh, thoracic spine's a, a huge epicenter for lots of other things, but so are your quadriceps and that will change the position and mechanics of your pelvis and bend you forwards and then you find yourself leaning forwards. But the other thing is you also have a really great routine. You know, we've talked, you've educated me on, you know, your Tuesday and Thursday at the gym and things like that. And that's really great because you're super proactive and you cycle on Saturdays. Um, But, you know, even when you ride a bike, you want to roll your hips up that in that same way, keep your back yeah. flat like you do in your golf swing. Um, yeah. And even though it's a it's a sort of a combination sitting standing sport, because right. you don't actually sit on on your bike saddle. It's really more of a guide. Right. 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 But I want to get back real quick because I know and I interrupted you about uh, you know talking about things that we were doing. Um, and how you started to feel when we engaged some new exercises and stretches. Well, I, I think what's the important part of that is that whether you go to the gym or you work out at home or whatever you do, you, you tend to think that what you want to be able to do is curl a heavy weight, bench press your body yeah. weight, you know, do a big squat, and all those things, those are the big muscles of your body, and they do need to have a certain amount of strength. But what keeps you standing up straight are all the little underlying muscles, all the sort of mini muscles that support the big muscles. Right. And so in the work that I do with you in my little – stretching routine and and strength routine that I do here at home that I've learned from you, that all works on on those underlying muscles. But also when I go to the gym, I don't only work on the big muscles. I I do lots and lots of of different exercises, and I balance a lot. So... For instance, I was in the gym this morning and doing curls, yeah. but I don't do just do curls. I do curls on one leg. Right, right, which is great. Yeah, because working on balance builds all that underlying stuff. Right. Well, it's well, interesting that's... because those those small muscles are your foundation, and if you don't have, if we don't have 
that foundation, right? That wall's not going to stay up. We're not going to stay up, and other things are going to comp- be able. Uh, other things are going to be uh, compromised. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's right. Yeah, he that's cool. Some, he makes some good points, and we do have to go to a commercial break, John. I want to. I want to thank you, John, for joining us today. And if you would like to reach Jeremy Gateman, it's three one zero nine four four nine four seven seven. Total Fit and Rehab. Don't go away. Back in a moment. John, are you there? Plus, your pet's best friend. NuVet Plus is an immune system builder that is safe for all stages of your dog's life. Helps eliminate most issues, including allergies, scratching and itching, hot spots, arthritis and joint issues, chronic ear infections, tear staining, lack of energy, digestive issues, and so much more. All natural, manufactured in an FDA-registered human pharmaceutical lab here in the USA, using ingredients sourced in the USA. Nothing artificial, no sugars, wheat, corn, or dyes. Never heat treated to help retain all the natural rich ingredients. Comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and is only pennies a day. Call us Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. 1-800-474-7044. That's 1-800-474-7044. And tell them you are referred by All Paws Pet Talk Radio. Or go online to www.nuvet.com. That's www.nuvet.com. Use order code 33955. Again, www.nuvet.com, order code 3395. Put your pet on the path to good health. And welcome back to Body Talk Live with the body guru, Jeremy Gateman of Total Fitness Rehab. And Jeremy, we have a special guest on the line, yes. Dr. Tamar Andrews. And she's the preschool director of child development for Temple Isaiah. So welcome to the show. Hi, Hi, thanks. Great to be here. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited. I told Felisa, I said, I, I'm so excited about this because it's something that we're involved in. It's something that, you know, we're going through with, with our young child and it's education. And I think that, you know, with this talk show that we do, we want to have things that are relevant and that can educate other people. And I think this is really a great topic because I think it's really going to hit some great hearts out there and educate some people. And so I'm super excited. I'm really excited. So let's talk. Okay. Talk to me about, we were talking about young kids and engaging them in activities. But more or less... You and I want to talk about how it is functional in development of that child, that individual in brain function and so many other wonderful things. Yeah, you know, um, it's interesting because both as a professor of child development and as a preschool director, uh, the one comment I get all the time from parents is, 
is my child reading it? When is my child going to learn how to read? Uh, the, yeah. the, the consensus being that somehow my child will be smart only if they can read as early as possible. And in fact, um, that is not a determinant of a child's, either their IQ or their future academic performance, their life expectancy, um, or their life uh, emotional success. Okay. And um, it's interesting because, just a quick fact, less yeah, than 15% please. of children get 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise a day. And really? of that 15%, wow. it's even lower for girls. Wow. Yeah. And it's a problem. A um, yeah, I got a... yeah, go on. Okay. I got a question. Do, do kids still do gym in school anymore? No. Or have the schools gotten rid, rid of all that? Well, there is a, like, for example, to graduate from high school, there is a PE component but you can get out of that if you take certain online classes in physical education, meaning that you are stuck for more hours a day in front of your computer oh. in a sedentary position rather than actually moving and getting vigorous exercise. And why are they That's... taking this out of our schools? I mean, we all had it, and it was such mm -hmm. a, a great thing that helped us develop as active kids and, and into adults. I mean, it really shows a great base of learning how to become active in certain activities. Uh, the reason, in a nutshell, is because the people who write policy do not understand how the brain works, okay. <laughs> in a nutshell. They just okay. don't understand what is best for optimal brain growth. So, for example, okay, here I'll give you another, just something Please. interesting. There is something... Um, endurance exercise, which means exercise that actually causes you to break a sweat, like jogging, running, swimming, um, playing a sport for an extended period of time, actually stimulates a reaction uh, in the body that creates something called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF, uh -huh. which is really okay. like fertilizer or miracle grow for the brain. Ooh, now, like you are, every, every human is born with 100 billion brain cells. That's a given. Okay. Everybody's got the same basic foundation. The difference okay. in humans is that each brain cell has the capacity to make anywhere from 2,000 to 15,000 connections. That mm -hmm. doesn't happen by sitting sedentary. Sitting sedentary right. actually only acts on certain parts of the brain. It is only vigorous endurance exercise that actually stimulates the entire brain. I mean, think and about so it. If you're, if you're playing basketball for an hour... You've got to yeah. be able to see the ball, so you're using your optic yeah. nerves. You've got to be able to have right. balance, which is your you know, basal ganglia, your, your um, cerebellum. You've got to have yep. your hippocampus yep. with memory. And, yeah. Right. Now, here's a question for you. At what age, you know, I know my son is three and a half, almost four, and we're super and active delicious. together. But what's that? Thank you. He's delicious. What age? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um what age is most appropriate to start getting your kids active to where you can really start stimulating all these really great things in your child? Oh, that's a great question. Again, uh, the earlier the better. The whole idea is to set your child up understanding that I live within a family that actually cherishes and honors physical exercise. So, yeah. you know, even when yeah. they're two, 
you know, one of the things I remember about my four children, they're all out of the house already, but I used to love it. They'd, you know, finish their bath and they'd go running through the house and they'd always end up on the bed jumping up and down. Right. So jumping up and down <laughs> like that not only gave them physical exercise, but also gave them, we call it um, proprioceptive input into the, you know, muscles and the joints of their body, which actually yeah. helped with brain development. Okay. And, and how so, is you know, that? question for you. How is that, you know, I sometimes will get myself in trouble um, because <laughs> I'll engage my son <laughs> after he has his bath or his shower, he gets all excited and, you know, or running around or whatever. And, you know, how productive is that versus an earlier time when it's bedtime? Well, look, you never want to get the heartbeat up right before bedtime. So if, you know, okay. your playtime is right after bath time, and think about it, what do we do in the morning? We get up, we take a shower to wake up. Yeah, yeah, a bath yeah. or a shower is not always going to actually put us to sleep, and most of us, it actually makes us feel invigorated. So you might want to set that bath time a little earlier so you can engage in that rough-and-tumble, very necessary play, and then settle into a book and some quiet time and then go to sleep. So, yeah, okay. I hear that a lot from moms who get upset with the dads who come home later from work and <laughs> rough, rough up the kids a little. They're all excited, and then they yeah. don't want to go to sleep. They're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I did some research in regards to this show on kids that are under 11 years old and the importance of their development and one of the most important things that they really talk about are two things. One, lung development, right? Strength and, and getting the endurance into those lung muscles, but also the other factors of starting these things. And I know is when my son was younger, some of the activities that we really could get involved in was being in the pool. That could really stimulate him because, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, at a year and a half or two years old, he was too young. But the other things in regards to getting these kids active and stimulated, this reduces health issues later on down the line, and specifically lung issues. But it also strengthens your child's immune system as they grow. Oh, it strengthens everything. I mean... You know, I'm an active athlete. I participate in, you know, you know, Spartan races and cycling. I know. I love that. Triathlons. And um, it not only strengthens you physically, but if you talk to anybody that has a regular exercise regimen, they will tell you that they are socially happier, emotionally happier. Um, yeah. There's a lot of friendships that develop over the course of working out together. It's a great, you know, social icebreaker. Right. And, yeah, um, it is. Not only that, but I will, I'll tell you one more thing. Um, Please. For kids and, and adults as well, you can even start this regimen later in life. So if you're 40 and you've never really exercised, your brain has a process called synaptic pruning where it either loses whatever it doesn't need or you strengthen the cells that you still have. And even if you take up exercise later in life, but again, more importantly to start it younger in life, you develop yeah. you know, longer basal ganglia and hippocampus and those are areas for memory and decision-making right, and attention span. So even in older people, it's important that you start today and make yourself a pledge to 
not only strengthen your body, but strengthen your mind as well. Right, and it's, it's never too late. I think sometimes people think, well, gosh, I'm older and I have all these aches and pains and my mobility is down, but it's really never too late to get yourself oh, involved. My, my oldest child is 30, so I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but my oldest is 30, and I just started doing Spartan races this year after having never lived an active lifestyle. So I took I, this up late in life, and I am a testament to it's never too late. So wait, you, because I know we were going to do a race together at at Castaic, uh, I think back in December. Um, Mm -hmm. So when you were raising your kids, were you, because I know you guys did a lot of hiking and camping, but were you an active mom? Did you go to the gym? Not really. I weighed 200 pounds. No way. Yeah. Wow. I never knew that. That's really interesting. So when did all this really change for you? Um, my youngest one was, he's now 18 and he was about 10 and I fell into kind of a depression. I wasn't happy with the way my body looked. I wasn't happy with my sluggishness. Um, I just felt fatigued and blah. And I started going to therapy and it was, um, the therapist who said, you know, I think all you really need is to get out there. (laughs) And so my husband bought me a tennis racket and a summer full of tennis classes. And um, it was a little less than 10 years ago, and I have not stopped since. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's great. Now, Dr. Dr. Tamar, can you stay on the line with us while we go to a sure. break? Okay, stay with us. Great, great. Yeah, if you want to get a hold of Jeremy Gateman, it's 310-944-9477 at totalfitandrehab.com. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Body Talk Live with the body guru, Jeremy Gateman of Total Fit and Rehab. And we have on the line Dr. Tamar Andrews, who is the preschool director of child development at Temple Isaiah. And you guys have been talking about some fascinating things. And I just wanted to say um, to you, Dr. Andrews, you know, when I was a kid, which was back in the 60s, we were outside playing every single day. You came home from school, you went outside, and you, you did kickball, you did something active before you came back in. Now it seems like right. everybody's on their computer, and I, you know, you drive down the road and you don't see anybody outside playing, unless they're doing yeah. a school team type thing. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's interesting that you. you 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 mention that because my wife and I have really stuck together on this about you know the cell phones, um, you know little games and little videos in iPads, and, and we have stuck together that. You know, we don't want to engage Mason into an iPad and things like that, you know, when we're out or we're on vacation. We want to be able to have the conversations with him, and we've been able to do that. Are there times where we let him watch a video here and there? Absolutely. But it's seldom, and it really makes all the difference in the world because that time that you spend with your child, your children, your family, 
is so emotionally wonderful. You know, for me, um, tomorrow, I, I, I told Felisa last week when we went to the Sher Shabbat, which is um, every fourth Friday, is that right? It's uh, yes. a temple. And I said, God, you know, it's a day before. I said, I need this. I really feel like I need this. I need to, whether it's, you know, see some friends or it's just the emotional engagement of being there. And I'll tell you, we had so much fun. And, you know, I sort of take that on with other things. Um, We all have our busy schedules, and I sort of found a little time for myself early Saturday mornings. I'm up and out of the house at six o'clock in the morning before everybody gets up and I'm out running three, four miles and I come home and make everybody breakfast and Saturday is my wife's day to go and do what she does and it really is great. Really is great. Uh, Sounds like a nice, happy family. It is. It is. But let's get back. I want to talk more about kids, our kids and, and sort of what are parents, what can parents do to engage their kids in activities? And it doesn't matter what the activities are that, that, that it is. It can be any activity as long as they're engaging themselves in something that makes them happy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'll tell you, we've, done, we've made two mistakes as a society. The first one is um, we've collectively come to an agreement that children should never be bored. Yeah. And um, as we were just saying a few minutes ago, you know, we used to go outside and play when we were young, that generation. Um, and, and we were kicked out of the house. Don't come back in. You know, go outside and play for a few hours. And we would run and play hide-and-go-seek and ride our bikes and things like that. And now it almost appears, you know, as though parents want to schedule every few minutes that a child has, and they're not right. scheduling them with active play. That's the first mistake. And the second one is... Um, if you go to a park that you used to frequent as a child and look at it now, mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. get hurt if you try. Right. We have made right. parks and playgrounds so unchallenging, so uninteresting, right. that they don't even draw the kids anymore. We used to love running to the park, climbing the trees, and you know the slides were way too high and way too hot. And sure, If sure. you fell, yeah. you skinned your knees a little bit, but it made us, it compelled us to try harder and work harder to get better at it. And now the parks are just yeah. stupid. It, it's interesting that you said that about climbing trees and stuff, because on my phone is a picture of my son and I at Rancho Park, which is the park that's closest to both the school and to my office. And we're up in the tree. We climbed a tree. It was this last oh, wow. summer. And, you know, for, for my wife and I, you know, we're so active um, with him, and, and it really does make a difference. Um, and I think if we can give information to people that are listening to the show is that, you know, even if you're not an active person, that's cool. Find things that you can do together as a family. And it also we notice even on our street that when we're outside playing with Mason, it's um, there aren't a lot of kids. And mm. it's sort of a scary thing. You know, well, gosh, I know that the curriculum has really changed and that there's more responsibilities for the younger kids in school. But when I was little, that's all we did. We did our homework and we were outside. We were riding our bikes and skateboards and we were doing all kinds of crazy things and hurting ourselves. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, I had so many head concussions, you know, and uh, skin, knees, and elbows. <laughs> and not, you know, not that I want not that I want my son to have those, but I want him to experience things. Yeah, and that's what's important. Yeah, blessings of a skinny. Great book by Wendy Mogul. What was it now? There's a book called Blessings of a Skinned Knee by Wendy Mogul. Really? Okay, and and is that about engaging? Oh, yes, it's about bringing back those things that we had when we were little, before we tried, before the lawyers tried to dumb down our world um, because of lawsuits. Um, And when, you know, kids would get those skin knees, and that's how you learn to get better, and that's how you learn to get a little tougher and to work a little harder. Yeah, yeah. And, and also what's interesting in you doing the Spartan races, which also takes a lot of time, um, and I did a lot of, I was a sponsored triathlete for about six years, and I've done the half Ironman twice, and it really takes a lot of dedication and a lot of time. But it's interesting because there's a name for people that just don't have time during the week but exercise on the weekends, and as we know them as weekend warriors. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that out of 300,000 Americans, they try to cram 150 hours into a weekend, or excuse me, 150 minutes into a weekend, and basically that is 1% to 3% fit the bill. And what's interesting also um, with that is the injuries that occurs when your body goes from 0 to 60 Without any warm-up, your body breaks down. The injuries are more present, and the percentages of injuries, whether that's a back injury or a calf injury, go up way much more than if you are consistent with some type of routine a couple of days during the week. Question and with is you, how to get those? How to get that time? What's in that? There. The question you is how to get, get that, that time. time in there. Right. Yeah. And I know that today's, you know, working family, it does. It takes a lot of time. And how do you find, you know, we've talked about this before, but I know, how do you find the time? I know your kids are not in the house anymore. So you've got a little well, bit I more started time. This when, yeah, I started this workout reg- regime when my boys were still about eight and 10 years old. And, um, when I first started, I actually would take them with me. So I would go do my tennis, and they would be in the court next to me just hitting balls at each other, sometimes hitting each other. But (laughs) I figured they were chasing each other around. That was okay as well. Um, My husband and I would also swap off, so he knew which was, you know, the hour I would work out each day, and he would take the boys and do something. Um, And, you know, it's funny because I noticed that over the months of me starting to become more active, my kids, including my daughters, they would start asking to accompany me more and more. Well, and okay. um, now all four of my kids lead a very active lifestyle as well. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's so important. You know, Lori, you and I have talked about that too, and, you know, engaging healthy foods into our regimens every day and how to do that. Right. Yep. And I'm still waiting on that cookbook. You're coming out with that cookbook. I'm I'm work I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it tomorrow. The I healthy am, uh, the healthy cookbook. Yeah. Yep. 
I am excited about um, Lori's been really a huge supporter um, behind this. I'm writing a, a cookbook, and it's just a really easy cookbook, but it goes through really simple recipes. But it also goes through recipes that sort of engage people um, that don't have a lot of time, but also that possibly may have some health issues. You know, what are some great things to eat for, you know, people that have arthritis and what are great things to eat, you know, with digestive issues. So I'm working on it and uh, it will definitely be out hopefully very soon in in some time, but um, I'm excited about it. Wow. Very exciting. Yep, I told yeah. him he needs to cover he needs to cover snacks for older people so they don't gain weight. <laughs> you know, if I can add that one will... piece of advice. Please. Sure. When you it. do try to engage your family in outdoor activities or even if they're indoor physical activities, yeah. put yeah. your phone away. Oh yeah. Put your phone away, even if it's just for thirty minutes at a time. But the message has to be to your kids. This is what's most important right now. What's most important is my spending time with you and what we're doing together because as soon as you go answer that phone, the message you're giving your kid is nothing's more important than my phone. Right, right. Ah, I love that. Yes. Yeah. And so on that note, we're, we're going to end the show. So, Dr. Andrews, thanks for, for joining us today. Oh, my um, pleasure. You, Thank you. Excellent speaker. And so if you'd like to reach the body guru, Jeremy Gateman, you need to get fixed up, and he can help you. Go to his website at totalfitandrehab.com, phone number 310-944-9417. Thanks for joining us today, and join us again next week for another exciting and informative show. Be well, and we'll talk then. We've been sitting around the table Drinking trouble by the cup You know what? My lady wants me home But when I sit down, I can't get up